Chapter 6 of Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain Living in the Years 1807-8. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Memoirs of the Distinguished Men of Science of Great Britain Living in the Years 1807-8 by William Walker, Jr chapter six matthew bolton f r s l n e etc born at birmingham september the third seventeen twenty eight died august the seventeenth eighteen o nine this skilful energetic and far-seeing man who by his extended views and liberal spirit of enterprise contributed so greatly towards the successful introduction of watt's condensing steam-engine commenced life at birmingham as a maker of buttons and shoe-buckles matthew bolton received an ordinary education at a school at derritend he was however gifted with rare endowments and of these he made the best use with a thorough knowledge of business great prudence and admirable tact he combined boldness of spirit quickness of thought and promptitude of action at the death of his father bolton became possessed of considerable property and desirous of extending his commercial operations purchased about the year seventeen sixty two a lease of soho near handsworth where he founded that establishment which has become renowned as the nursery of english mechanics the hill from which this place derived its name was at that time a bleak and barren heath at the bottom of which rippled a small stream bolton's instinctive mind saw the uses to which these waters might be turned by collecting them into a pool and pouring their united weight upon a water-wheel he became possessed of a motive power sufficient to set in motion various machines by whose agency were fabricated articles in gold silver and tortoise-shell and plated and inlaid works of the greatest elegance and perfection on the side of the hill bolton built extensive workshops and dwellings capable of holding many hundreds of workmen and erected a mansion for himself surrounded by beautiful grounds where he lived as a prince among his people extending hospitality to all around in seventeen sixty seven bolton finding that the motive power which he possessed was inadequate to the various purposes of his machinery erected a steam-engine upon the original construction of savoury this however in turn was found to be insufficient for the objects required and bolton then had the discernment to perceive that they might be very completely attained by the adoption of the various improvements lately made in the steam-engine by james watt in seventeen seventy three he entered into partnership with this great scientific inventor and induced him to settle at soho and superintend personally the erection of his new steam-engines this bold but clear-sighted act of bolton was destined to crown with honour a reputation already rising and built upon the firm foundation of uprightness and integrity had watt searched all europe says playfair he could not have found another man so calculated to introduce the machine to the public in a manner worthy of its reputation 
its sale as an article of commerce was entirely conducted by him and the skilful and liberal way in which he performed this difficult task brought in time its own reward yet as great a sum as forty seven thousand lira had to be expended upon the steam engine before any profit resulted to its owners in process of time however wealth flowed into the hands of bolton and watt and in the year eighteen hundred mr watt was enabled to retire from the firm possessed of a large competency and leaving the exclusive privilege of the sale of the engine to bolton boswell who visited soho in seventeen seventy six shortly after the manufacture of steam engines had been commenced there was greatly struck by the vastness and contrivance of the machinery i shall never forget he says mr bolton's expression to me when surveying the work i sell here sir what all the world desires to have power he had continues boswell about seven hundred people at work i contemplated him as an iron chieftain and he seemed to be the father of his tribe in seventeen eighty five mr bolton was elected a fellow of the royal society and two or three years after this turned his attention to the subject of coining to the improvement of which art he devoted the last twenty years of his life he erected extensive machinery for this purpose and by uniting some processes originating in france with new kinds of presses he was enabled to obtain great rapidity of action combined with the utmost perfection in the articles produced so much so that having been employed by the british government to recoin the whole of the british specie he rendered counterfeits nearly impossible by the economy and excellence of his work in addition to this mr bolton planned and directed the arrangement of the machinery in the british mint and executed that for the coining department he also constructed the machinery for the great national mints of st petersburg and copenhagen his son to whom the establishment at soho devolved upon his death doing the same for the extensive and splendid establishments of the east india company at bombay and calcutta Bolton died August 17, 1809, in his eighty-first year, and his remains were borne to the grave by the oldest workman connected with the works at Soho. Five hundred persons belonging to that establishment joined in the procession, which numbered among its ranks several thousand individuals to whom medals were given recording the age of the deceased and the date of his death stuart's anecdotes of the steam engine london eighteen twenty nine muirhead's translation of arago's life of j watt london eighteen thirty nine end of chapter six